Welcome to episode 112 of the Clarity Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly and I will be your host. And today we're talking about optimism versus realism. We're making our way through the fog of life and clarity is understanding where we are on the map. You are here. <laughs> Let the good times roll. This is Clarity Compressed. Today's moment of clarity is this. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Now, I know you've heard that before, but in this day and age, especially, especially if you are in business or you have an organization or a personal brand or something like that, now is the time to reinvent yourself. Now is the time to take chances with the things that you do, the services you offer, the content you make. If you're not reinventing yourself right now and taking those shots, if you're not doing that, guess what? You're gonna lose. Will all of them work? No, all of them never work. But things are more acceptable than they've ever been to try something new. People are in a more flexible mindset than ever in what they're willing to take a chance on. So please, 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 do not stop trying new things. Now is the time to double down on trying new things so you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Now is the time to take some shots. That's the moment of clarity for today. I'm so excited for what he's going to show me. Hurry up and show me Paul's pick. All right, Paul's pick today is going for a walk outside. We are all in a time and a season when we're inside and in basements and in our homes. So... Whenever we can get outside and go for a walk, the fresh air, the oxygen, the mental break, it does us a lot of good. So go outside and go for a walk. So I've, I've mentioned this before, but we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. And those things typically come out most in situations that are elevated or escalated AKA this current COVID-19 coronavirus situation. The strengths, the weaknesses, they begin to show when we're under stress, when we're under duress. And so I want to revisit this concept of the fact that sometimes the things that are great, that are our greatest strengths also borderline our greatest vulnerabilities. So for instance, let's say if you are incredibly compassionate by nature you move toward people in need you move toward people who need help and you're ready to help and you want to try to help people basically avoid as much pain as possible by helping them being a comfort and on and on well what that also does is make you very vulnerable to the sense that just across the line of compassionate is enabling Compassionate on one side, enabling on the other side. We see this all the time in situations where maybe someone is addicted to drugs and their mother, despite the drugs ruining their lives, ruining their health, we see a mother driving a, a child, a son, a daughter, maybe an adult one, but downtown to buy drugs. And you're like, how can that be compassionate? Well, they know that if they go without them, they're like, well, maybe they'll get hurt. Maybe they'll... Um, collapse or pass out. But what actually happened there is that compassion and love for their child has just turned into an enabling situation where now they are helping them continue the problem. 
Same thing happens in businesses all the time. You have someone who is compassionate and wants to see people win and wants to help them grow through their weaknesses. And so they overlook things or they let things go or they start to make excuses for them to the other team, the rest of the team members. Well, they only acted like that, but you have to understand that this and this and this and this. And what that actually does, if you don't address it with the person who has the problem and is doing those behaviors that are unhelpful, well, you're now enabling them your compassion, which on one side was a willingness to work with them, a willingness to help them grow is now actually flipped and now is enabling them to continue the destructive or the damaging behaviors. Uh, let me give you another example. On one side, you could be a very discerning person and we all need discerning people. We need people who can look at a situation and understand right in the beginning, like, no, this is the right thing. That's the wrong thing. Um, this is a bad idea. This is the good idea. They can see they have this element of wisdom where they can cut through and see the experience. Sometimes it's natural. A lot of times it's built on and learned as life goes on and you gain experience. So discerning is a great quality, a great characteristic. However, right on the other side of discerning, just a little step across the line, it becomes critical. Now, the person who always can quickly see what's right and wrong runs the risk of going into a situation and only focusing on what is wrong, what could be done better, um, how someone failed, instead of how we can redeem the situation. We're talking about how it's bad. So then you take, again, this great, this great quality of discerning, and now it's crossed the line to critical, and now it is no longer helpful or beneficial. So you have compassionate and enabling. You have discerning. You have critical. Well, today I want to talk about this balance between optimism and realism. This hit me in the face yesterday. We just executed a four-hour LinkedIn live stream, and we had a massive turnout, massive event. Um, we had um, thousands of people view it so far. Unbelievable feedback. And the event was around, it was, in, it was an auto industry focused event because we have auto dealers all over the country who are facing this pandemic and it, it's never been done before. And we have a lot of owners, leaders that are supposed to know what to do and maybe even had contingency plans in place. So if their revenue dropped by 10% or 25 or 40%, but nobody planned for 0% of their revenue coming in. And so what you're left with is an industry of people who usually have some level of understanding of what's going on, but everyone is fighting this for the first time and no one has really an idea of what to do. And so you have people, that event was one where people came together just to really talk about what's going on in the situation. And really it was this blend of optimism and realism and having one without the other to balance it is extremely unhealthy. And I started to realize this as we went through the day. So let me start. I am an incurable optimist and optimism is a great quality to have for all the optimists out there. You say, yes, the glass is half full. The sun will come out tomorrow. And that's a great way to live their life. And a lot of people are naturally wired to be optimists. I'm one of them. I get it. What I've realized is there is a vulnerability to unbridled optimism. And just on the other side of that optimism is maybe aloof, maybe a little delusional on the other side of that. And so if you're leading a team of people and in this COVID-19 situation, for instance, is all of your, is if all you give them is no, things are going to be fine. There's nothing to worry about. Like optimism, optimism. All of a sudden that person's going to think like, 
I don't think you really care about me or are listening to the fact that there are really valid concerns stacking up that could affect my life. And so the optimist runs the risk of being seen as irrelevant, aloof, or maybe even insensitive and unempathetic. Let's go to the other side and balance that out. The other side, the realist. Now, if you're an optimist, it's very, um, very uh, tempting to look at the realist and call them a pessimist. You're such a pessimist. Why are you so negative all the time? Right now, some people are, are pessimists by nature, but that's different than realists. So a realist is someone who looks at the situation and calls it like it is. They don't sugarcoat it. They don't try to spin it for a positive. They say, this is the reality of the situation. We need people to tell us the reality of the situation, especially if you're an optimist, because they balance the equation. However, right on the other side of the realism, cross the line, just a little step, and it is pessimism, and it is negativity, and it isn't helpful. So yesterday at the meeting, at the the four-hour live stream, you saw what happened when a balance of optimism and realism occurred. The optimism was encouraging to people. It encouraged the people that were down, that didn't see the hope, and the facts support a big level of optimism. We're going to come out of this. It's definitely going to end. We know this. However, the people who were willing to be real, if it was all optimism, then we could have just ended the live stream and we would have got back to life and realized like, uh, you know what? There's still a lot of stuff that we don't know the answer to and optimism isn't going to help us figure them out. And then people came in with realism and said, let me just be real. We don't know what to do right now. Well, that's tough to hear from someone who's supposed to be the leader, but the reality of it actually brought comfort because all the other leaders said, oh, okay, I don't know what to do either. And now the fact that it's okay and you stop judging yourself for not knowing the answer, now you can actually get on the right path to finding the answer. What the realism also did was it put everyone at ease saying, okay, That is the reality of the situation. Let's take it seriously. How can we fix it? And then the optimism balances it out and says, you know what? We can fix it. We will fix this. And and you know what? Not only will we fix it, but when we come out of it, we're going to be way better for it than we are right now. And so I wanted to share that insight with you today because it, it the light bulb came off and I realized like in my own relationships, like I'm the optimist, right? So who do you think I married? Well, I married a realist, right? Because there's a balance that needs to happen there so that we can have a functional life so that we can actually walk through with our eyes wide open and optimistic that things also will continue to improve and that good things are ahead in the midst of all the challenging things that come along with being married and having kids. And I don't always feel like it's a blessing. Let's be honest. An optimist doesn't always feel like someone who's a realist is a blessing. Actually, you know, you're kind of raining on my parade. But what I'm coming to learn, I've come to learn, and I'm still learning. Definitely not there yet. I have a lot to learn, actually. I have a lot to learn, and I'm coming to learn the fact that as an optimist, I need to be open to the perception that realism is not pessimism. Sometimes there is pessimism. I need to know the difference between just that's a realist, that's a real thing. It's not a negative thing. It's just a real thing. Yeah, maybe does it rain on my optimism? 
yeah, maybe it does, but maybe my optimism is actually kind of aloof. And so these are the things that I'm, I'm working out right now. I hope that listening to this, you can quickly identify in the strengths and weaknesses that I mentioned. Like you're saying like, well, I'm an optimist. I'm a, I'm a realist. I am compassionate. Uh, actually, I let it be enabling. Uh, I'm discerning. Actually, I let it be critical. I hope you can start to identify these things in your life so that you can start to fix them or bring more balance to them. Because until you identify it, how can you address it or bring balance to it or make it healthier? So I hope you walk away with that today in this situation. As we walk through this as um, people, as an industries, as a country, it's going to be balancing these things that actually get us through. And so I hope this is one more Uh, One more thing that can help bring balance to the force. Whatever it is that you're in the middle of, whether you're home, whether you're working because you're essential services, um, whether your kids are home or you don't have kids, all these things, whatever it is, I want to thank you for spending some time with this podcast. Without a doubt, there are a lot of things to listen to and watch. I hope that this podcast brings you a little clarity, which means a little perspective of where you are on the map. And I think once you have perspective, then you can plot your next steps forward. So I wish you all the best. I wish you health and wellness to your family and your loved ones. And let me just see, I'm going to channel my optimism right now, but it's informed optimism. This thing's going to roll out and it's going to roll out not too long from now. And we're going to be back to life out of our basements and our home offices. And we're going to be better. We're going to be more compassionate. We're going to be better as a society. Our businesses are going to be more efficient going to get the economy fired back up. And my hope is that we can be better humans to one another. I hope you have a great day. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Yeah.